Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C, com and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon pass. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner and I'm here to help you learn how to get financial independence Quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing, by having a side hustle, by being an entrepreneur and everything else. And today I'm bringing on a fantastic expert, literally an entrepreneur who's created many, many businesses and invests in real estate and makes even more money because he now has extra time to build all of his business even better. And he is going to show you how you can be a phenomenal entrepreneur. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, 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 what's up? Super glad to have you here on the podcast with me. Now, I am so excited about being an entrepreneur. Now, being an entrepreneur, it's honestly maybe 25% of the population in the world is actually built to be an entrepreneur. Now, you listen to the show. You are absolutely cut of the same cloth, just like myself, just like my guests that I am always interviewing on, we all have something different than most of the population. Now, I'm not saying anything's wrong with them, but we're just different. We're the ones that believe that we can do more in life than work for somebody else. Now, if you create businesses that make you money, you're getting paid for your own value that you put into something. Now, if you're working for somebody else, they're paying you an hourly wage, or you might be getting a salary, but you're getting paid for the time that you work. If you don't work, you don't get paid. And at the same time, if you produce, let's say $100 an hour, you produce that much for them, well, they might pay you $20 an hour because you make $100, they give you $20 of that $100. But let's say you work even more and you are even better and you still get paid $20 an hour, but you make that company $1,000 an hour. Well, you're still getting paid that $1,000. How much better would it be if you become an entrepreneur? And that entrepreneur, you can actually capitalize on all of the value that you bring to your business. Instead of only getting paid $20 of $1,000 an hour, how about instead getting paid all of that $1,000 because it's literally your own value. Your boss is not paying you what you are worth. You are worth so much more than anybody could ever pay you. And this is how you'll know. 
you're paid just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much money that takes money out of their pocket. If they gave you what you were worth, they'd go broke. So today, I am super pumped to bring on a fantastic real estate investor. Entrepreneur starts many, many businesses on the show. With that, I do want to give you 10% off of my conference, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. You literally need to change your life. You need to invest in real estate because this is the best way for passive income, and I'm going to show you how to do it. And 43 other expert investors are going to be there, hundreds and hundreds of attendees or other investors. I want to see you there. Use the promo code PODCAST. Use promo code CODCAST, and I'll give you 10% off of your ticket. Literally, every single year, it's an annual conference Use that promo code wherever you hear it. Let's say you heard it in two years from now. That promo code will always be valid. Get 10% off of your ticket. Rubecon.com. Link will be in the description. Use a promo code podcast. All right, let's jump into today's show where I'm interviewing a fantastic entrepreneur who's literally going to walk us through how we can be fantastic entrepreneurs as well and how to make sure that we do that so we can become successfully unemployed. I'm bringing on Ray Hightower, the entrepreneur. All right, here we go. Ray, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Dustin. I'm, I'm really uh, honored to be here. And this is terrific. I love meeting other business owners, other investors, especially ones in the the Phoenix, you know, area that we call it the Valley here. But uh, no, it's so terrific having you on. And so quickly, um, I want to jump into the idea of what you do to provide for yourself and your family without working that dead end job or that just overbroke job. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've I've done this for uh, a few decades now. I ran a before uh, real estate, I mean, you and I both know I'm I'm a commercial real estate investor right now, and we buy multifamily apartment properties, fix them up, give people a great place to live, and we invite investors to partner with us, and investors enjoy capital preservation, tax advantages, return on investment, all of that. So that's going really well with the properties we've acquired here in Arizona. We're also acquiring in Tennessee and Texas. Prior to that, I owned a technology company that I started and ran uh, started it from scratch, ran it for 21 years, and sold that uh, pro- that uh, pro- uh, company. And that uh, after that, I I started the commercial real estate company. So that's my history in a nutshell. You sound like well, very very similar to me, just being like a entrepreneurial mindset or somebody that is saying, you know what, I want to do other things outside of working for somebody else, number one. But number two, I personally love building businesses. If I'm not building something new, I don't feel as fulfilled. And then once I build it new, I hire people to work in that business and Mm -hmm. and it starts running on its own, which I love passive income, then I'm able to build more things. So talk to us about before you actually jump, like, were you always this entrepreneurial and you always had businesses or did you have a job before and what would you do and got you to where you are now? I did have the J-O-B, you know, after college, I worked for IBM, International Business Machines. And that was like one of the companies to work for back in the the eighties when I worked for them. And um, it would be kind of like, be like working for Google or Apple or Microsoft or Facebook. Now that's what IBM was. So I worked for IBM and I also worked for Hewlett Packard uh, early on. And um, while I was at IBM, I remember some friends of mine and I, we took a, a trip to Hawaii. We we um, scheduled red eyes and did some crazy stuff to save a bunch of money on our airfare. So we got really tiny airfare. And we also uh, piled up together in a hotel room in Waikiki in Hawaii. This is back in 89 or so. So we paid a little bit of money to have this really great vacation. And we didn't mind. We were fresh out of college. So we were like random 
you know, there's stuff you'll do when you're fresh out of college, when you're in your 20s that you won't do when you're an adult, right? And for those of you who are 20, uh, who think you're adults, you're not yet. You will be one day when you grow up, just so you know. So while I was there, we noticed, my friends and I noticed that there were all these people who were making a lot of money in real estate. I was still in corporate America at the time. I was, um, it was just a few weeks before my 25th birthday. And I remember that because I wanted to rent a Ferrari and they wouldn't let me because I wasn't 25 yet. So it sticks in my head. And so, but other than that, the vacation was wonderful. And isn't that a first world problem? Oh, it was a great vacation, but I couldn't rent a Ferrari. That's what, what kind of a complaint is that, right? That's a, that's a, an American first world complaint. But I learned that several of the people who are driving around in these Rolls Royces and, and making all this money and building all this stuff up, they had done so in real estate. So I decided when I got back to the States or got back to the mainland, I left corporate America and I went into brokerage. I became a commercial real estate broker. Did that for about five years. I did okay. I closed a bunch of random deals. Uh, and that was my first real entrepreneurship. You know, when I was a kid, my brother and I used to shovel snow for our neighbors. That was some form of an, uh, entre entrepreneurship. And I was just talking to my mom about that. We were reminiscing and laughing about that, how when we got home, we throw our money down on the floor and compare who made the most money, right? Because, you know, competition. But um, after after I went into brokerage, I did a lot of random stuff. I did vacant land, uh, some apartments, restaurants, industrial property, retail, all of that. After that, I wasn't making as much money as I wanted to doing that. And I realized that I had gone into brokerage, not ownership. So then I uh, I started my technology company after that. I started my technology company. I, I have a CS degree. I have a computer science degree. Started my technology company, and that went really well. That company, like I said, I grew that for 21 years and sold it, and that that's how I got into back into commercial real estate. So long answer to your question, right? Oh, no, no. I appreciate it, too, because it gives us a big picture of, like, not everybody's journey is the same, number one. But at the same time, with that, we do have a journey that we go through where we start where – we're all taught how to go to school, get good grades, go into college, get thousands of dollars in debt, get a piece of paper and try to get a career. That's what we're taught. And yes. if we're taught that, that's what we're going to do. And then we start yes. to realize, hopefully, our minds get a little broader and we get a little more understanding that, hey, this isn't the only way to make money is by working for somebody else. And so that's terrific. And then at the same time, getting the realization that instead of owning something, that's what I was like, I need to own things. In fact, that's what yes. I love to do with my real estate investing and my coaching. I love teaching people because I love it. Owning yes. things, properties that make me money, real estate that makes mm -hmm. me tangible things. Like I, I don't mind Bitcoin. I'm not against it at all in a sense where it's okay. If you want to put park your money there, go right ahead, but it's literally yeah. not tangible. And so if the electronic grid goes down or something bad happens, you can't get electricity then you can't spend Bitcoin and you can't feed your family. So what about something that's more tangible? And so what you realized was, man, I don't own this. Like, it's not mine. I need to own things. Right. So I love that. Now, the process to actually becoming, like, talk to us a little more. I want to jump a little bit more about mindset and how that mindset helped you to shift to. And then we could talk more specifically about what you did. But talk to me about your mindset shifting to where, because that, you you touched on it. You don't, you did, you just had, a, you were working for that, that broker, Jack. You didn't own things. Talk to us about that mindset shift. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of that came from watching uh, my parents and, um, 
my grandparents on my mother's side of the family, they were entrepreneurs. They were entrepreneurs in my family who started things, who um, had worked, who had been employed in whatever positions before. And essentially what they did, they they identified needs and fulfilled them. I have a mentor in Chicago, a guy named Otis Pope in Chicago, and he talks about entrepreneurship. We work we work together with the Boy Scouts. We're both scout leaders and there's a bunch of other adults. Eddie Banks is our scout master and there's a bunch of other adults who are leading this troop. It happens to be the troop where I grew up. Uh, Otis Pope likes to say entrepreneurship is all about fulfilling a need. It's about fulfilling a need. And I think about this guy, A.G. Gaston, guy, this dude lived to be 104 years old, great entrepreneur who lived in Alabama. A.G. Gaston used to say, find a need and fulfill it. Successful businesses are founded on the needs of people. And I've always been fascinated by the idea of creating something from nothing. You get this. I, you know, getting to know you, I know you get this. You are you see somebody who's got some type of headache or some need and you provide it for him. For A.G. Gaston, it was going to the coal mines and providing sandwiches for the miners in the coal mines. And then he grew that into an insurance business. And when he found out that he couldn't hire the people to work in the business with sufficient business skills, he started a business college to train people. So his future employees paid him to be trained well enough to work for his insurance company. And, you know, it's just a massive entrepreneur. And you see that and you look at the entrepreneurs today. I look at an Elon Musk and what he has done with SpaceX and Neuralink and Twitter and Tesla. I look at all of that is about finding a need and fulfilling it. And that, that I'm just fascinated with that. That is I, I, that, that's just at the at the at the core of what drives me as an entrepreneur. I like and it's about service, too, because you and I both know if we are trying to run a business and if we are not satisfying the needs of our customers, the customer votes with their wallet. And they're ruthless about that. You don't get two weeks notice or, you know, a three months severance or whatever. You you might not even know. They might they'll just leave you all. You might one day you notice that they're doing business with your competitor and not you. So it's such a it's such a school too. you know, you talked Absolutely. about. Learning. Yeah, it's such a school. Yeah. Um, with that, thinking of your customers, they they're ultimately the ones that are going to tell you if you're doing a good job or not. They're the ones that are yes. going to be telling you, hey, in your business, you're providing something that I want. Now, you know, let's say something else where somebody takes money from somebody, that's not a business. That's that's like extortion or that's bad. But the good things, right. if you have yes. a business that's actually making people's lives better, or protecting them or helping them not have yes. pain. Like that somebody, somebody needs yeah. exercise. Well, you help them to do that and you're providing a service. Yes. And I love, I think it's Zig Ziglar said, you can get whatever you want in life. You just got to figure out how many people it is you got to serve in order to get that. And I love that yes. perspective. Yes. If we're focusing on serving others, like my rental properties, I love serving others by giving my tenants good quality homes that they live in. They yes. take care of it, you know, good rent amount that's going to provide for my family, but also not going to break their bank. We're helping each other out. So if we serve more people, that was what makes everybody's lives get better. So if you're thinking about now serving more people, because I love that idea, you know, being obsessed with that, like, how do we serve? Tell me about what ki kind of like... How did you get into 
the businesses that you're in and how would somebody utilize that service idea to then start their own business or start their own investing? How would you suggest they do that? Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, I knew someone years ago who said, hey, if you will start a business, make sure you get a good lawyer and a good accountant and uh, then you can start a business and drop a business plan. Bump all of that. It starts with a customer. Find somebody that needs something that you're capable of offering. Uh, even better, find some somebody that needs something that you're offering in your area of giftedness. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin, Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate, get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. All of us were designed by God, built by God to do something on this planet in a unique and powerful way. And there's stuff that that you do, Dustin, that I don't do or vice versa or anybody else, any of our listeners, every listener on this podcast has a unique and powerful gift that if they offer it to people in the right way, they'll get paid for it. And so I, I think it, it really revolves around figuring out what your gifts are. There's something that some churches are doing now called Enneagrams where they're studying that or there's DISC or there's Myers-Briggs where you can find out what your unique gifts are. And, and you know what? Maybe... For some people, their gift is not to be the entrepreneur who starts the business. Maybe they're helping an entrepreneur do that. You look at a book like um, Traction by Gino Wickman, where Gino Wickman talks about how in a, a successful business, you have the visionary and you have the integrator. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The person who sees what needs to be done and the person who gets it done. And rarely do you see those traits in the same people. Some people would be better off and would, would do well in a very highly paid executive position paired with a visionary who's confused. Some visionaries are confused and lost and overworked and they don't can't figure out where the, you know, why their invoices didn't go out because they didn't do them right. And if you're a person who's highly organized and doing invoicing for you as a piece of cake, find an entrepreneur who has problems with invoicing. I guarantee you there are entrepreneurs all over the place who have problems with invoicing. Help them out. They'll be grateful to you. You'll be grateful to them. You'll have that symbiotic relationship. Everybody will win. You know, you mentioned Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar was a very big on the whole everybody wins kind of thing, too. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody is thinking, man, how do I figure out what I'm gifted at? Everybody, like you said, is gifted by God with talents, abilities, and some are stronger at something than than others. But what I love is when I'm talking to somebody, say, well, what what am I gifted at? And I said, well, do you ever have anybody in your life ever ask you to show them how to do what it is that you do? Have you ever mm-hmm. had that? I would venture to say literally 100% of the population, like if you're listening to this right now, you have actually had somebody ask you that, you know, what? tell me more about this or show me how to do this. That is an indication that you might have something that somebody else wants. And yeah. here's another thought. You might be thinking, well, I'm nowhere near, like, let's say I invest in real estate. I bought one property. Man, Dustin's got 30 plus properties. You know, Ray's got commercial property. He's got, he's big. Like, I, I'm nowhere near where they are. Why should, like, what gives me, like, the ability or right, I guess, if you want to call it that, to actually be ch- teaching somebody else? What it really comes down to is there is always going to be somebody ahead of you. There's always going to be somebody behind you. We can always mm. help somebody else out. So if somebody is literally one step behind you, that's okay. You're one step ahead. You can help them along the way. Eventually, you'll get 50 steps ahead of most people, and then you'll be going that way. So that's my suggestion is if you are at the point of like, Man, I want to help, I want to serve, I don't know, think about what other people come to you, talk to you about. That's a huge, huge start. What are your thoughts then, Ray, of once we have an idea of what we're passionate about, what we can serve people on, how do we then start making money from that? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there is a book I would recommend. I mean, I mentioned Traction by Gino Wickman. But even before that, before reading Traction, because Traction gets really detailed. It's massively detailed. Before reading that, I would suggest reading the book E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And the reason I would suggest that is because there are stories in that book. And one, one story in particular that I think of is of um, uh, a woman who was really good at baking pies. And everybody around her said, you're really good at baking pies. That's how she knew. Oh, this is a great pie. So she started a pie baking business. 
and she baked more pies. Then she had to get a commercial kicker, uh, kitchen. Uh, she had to get a commercial kitchen and bake more pies. And she eventually got so bogged down in the business parts of baking pies that she didn't enjoy it anymore because there was so much demand for the pie. She got bogged down by it. And I'm not going to give away the punchline. You already know the punchline because you've been through it. But for the listeners, I won't give away the punchline. The, the whole idea is there are methods that we can put in place, methods that are described in this book, E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber, that tells you how you can take your area of giftedness and exactly what you asked, Dustin, take your area of giftedness and turn it into a business that makes money. I think so. 100% right. Along with that, the thinking that just because you're good at something, you should you should be able to do everything. In fact, if you're an entrepreneur, you're that mindset. I'm the, Ray and I are both entrepreneurs. We know that we can do all of it, but that mm-hmm. knowing is almost pride where we're yeah. thinking, I can do everything. Well, what it really comes down to is if you do everything, more than likely, you're going to be great at something or a few things. Let's say there's 10 things you got to do. You're great at five of them, but other five, you're not. And you're just kind of floundering. If you got other people alongside you that helped you to do this, like it, and hopefully you start making some money. Entrepreneurs, what we do, if we're starting a side hustle or freelancing or whatever it might be, we start making some money. And then if you put that money back into the business to hire on people that can pick you up where you're lacking, a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they say, you know, focus on your weaknesses, make your weaknesses better. I'm like, why would I do that? I could just hire somebody that's awesome. That's their strength. Yes. I don't want yes. to be better at my weaknesses because I'm horrible at those. I don't yes. want to do that. I would rather go into my zone of, they call it zone of genius, but like what yes. I'm gifted by the Lord to do, I'm going to yes. make sure I do that 100% and then bring people around me that they yes. can also do those things that they've been gifted by the Lord to do. And then we all help each other out. Okay, so let's jump into the idea of getting other people around you and then getting the right people. Because, you know, you can just get grab somebody off the street. Hey, you got a pulse? Come in here and take the, take part of my invoicing or, you know, paying yes. bills. Well, that might be a problem. What are your thoughts about finding the right people or getting the right people around you to help you in your business? Yeah, you know what? I think one of the key things that you want is... Um, You want to partner with people where the two of you can communicate with each other directly, not rudely, but directly and clearly, especially when one or both of you are are screwing up. And it's hard to find someone like that. And um, and you know what? You'll go through us. You'll go through a stage where it feels really uncomfortable to do that. I went through, you know, I'm really active in, in Boy Scouts. I may have mentioned that earlier. And one of the trainings we went through in Boy Scout training, something called Wood Badge. And in Wood Badge, we learned about four stages that any group or any team goes through as as they're they're coming together. Uh, Those four stages are forming, storming, norming, performing. Forming is coming together. Isn't this great? You're the best teammate I've ever had. You're wonderful. Oh, man, I wish we had gotten together a long time ago. Storming, that second stage, is your first argument. And you start clashing together. You know, I don't know about you. You're such a blockhead why did i ever go and why don't i just do this myself i don't need you you know and this is where at storming that's where a lot of partnerships fall apart because they don't and and it and one reason they fall apart is they don't talk to each other and listen to each other they don't talk to each other about what's wrong they say why can't you just read my mind you know uh so 
That's storming. Uh, that's storming. Norming is when you work through storming, you finally figure out how to communicate with each other. And yeah, I think we can do this. Yeah, we can give each other feedback. And just because, you know, he's telling me that I'm doing something wrong or she's telling me that I'm doing something wrong or I'm telling them that they're doing something wrong. It's not personal. It's just feedback. We're just helping each other to get better. And then finally, there's performing. Forming, storming, norming, performing. Performing is when you've gone past norming and now you're you're like cooking with gas. You're just moving out, right? And so I think fundamentally, you know, and I'm thinking about this now because I'm really blessed with the uh, some partnerships that I'm working with here in Arizona with some people. We can be very direct with each other when somebody's not doing what they need to do. And we don't take it personally. And uh, as one of my partners says, um, wonderful woman named Jenny Gu. She's partnered with uh, Stephen Louis at Vertical Street Ventures, and I'm a I'm a a student of their academy, and we're also partnered on a couple of deals here in Arizona. I did my my first LP deal with them and my first GP deal with them. Jenny likes to say, you know, if if the partners are not getting along, sometimes you just gotta hug it out. You gotta hug it out, and um, that that's what we got to do and then then we figure out how to get along together because at the end of the day we all want the same thing we all want excellence and you know iron sharpens iron absolutely so that's right that's what i would and, say yeah yeah i love that and in communication like literally in life if you don't communicate well life gets hard marriage yes absolutely yes. if you don't communicate life is very very hard business same thing if you don't communicate now i always in my uh, I guess in my life, I always go back to the Bible because I, I read the mm -hmm. Bible literally multiple times a day. I always yes. think, well, what does the Bible say about this? And what you were saying, I'm a communication, but also being able to be direct. What the Bible mm -hmm. says is speak the truth in love. Like you don't want to be aggressive and attacking because that, that doesn't make anybody any better. Yeah. Speak the truth in love yes. so that you're, if there's a problem, you bring it out, but you bring it out in a loving way. Now, if the person reacts horribly wrong, you did all that you can do. You can't control how they react. The only thing you can do is control how you act and mm -hmm. react to that situation. But yeah, if you speak the truth in love, but then at the same time, communicate. If you are open and hopefully everybody coming into this organization, like this, this company, this working together, we're all people that want to see this succeed. Now it's just getting yes. past the little differences, little concerns and stuff like that. Communicate through. Then you could be performing. And that's when you're performing is where you're yes. literally, like you said, throwing gasoline on this fire and it's just getting huge. Yes. So yes. what what are some some highlights and lowlights of being an entrepreneur? Meaning like, what's the highest high being? I'm an entrepreneur. This is going great. And then like the lowlights, like, man, this is a bummer part of being an entrepreneur. Dude, you know what? There are days, there's some days where I'll have a highlight and a lowlight in the same day where I wake up in the morning fired up, ready to go. You know, I've, I've done my scriptures and my journaling and my prayer and I'm fired up and ready to go. And I'm out there and I get a phone call that reveals that I'm the biggest idiot in the history of idiots. If all the, all the villages in the world took it, their idiots and put them in a village of idiots, I would be the idiot in that village of idiots. Sometimes I feel that that way. So, and I've had those highs and lows at the same time. And what, um, you know, and I, I could give all, all kinds of examples. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of an example that doesn't embarrass me too bad or violate uh, confidentiality. But there's sometimes where, you know, for example, there's, here's, here's, here's one. Sometimes there's a piece of paper that I was supposed to get to somebody or an electronic piece of paper, a PDF. 
and I was supposed to do it last week and I just didn't do it. I just didn't do it. There's no, and I have no good reason for not doing it. It's just, it was on my to-do list and I didn't look at my to-do list that day and I didn't do it. And I'm, you know, I, I didn't do it. And I just have to say to that person, look, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed up and I will work harder to do better next time. And so that's what I try to do. I, I try to fix it. I've decided that I'm not going to do stuff perfectly. I'm just not going to do things. Per- I'm, I just haven't figured out how to do that. But I have to be, you know, with if, if you can fix most things with a sincere apology and aggressive fixing, aggressive fixing of the problem and taking ownership, you know, and the client might be a little bit upset, but they'll be more upset if you say, uh, you know, wasn't my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, absolutely. That that yeah. would set me off. Like, oh, yeah. Or or like it, they start turning around on you. It's like, what are you doing? Like, all you got to do is say, I'm sorry, and then move on. Mm-hmm. Hey, I meant to do it. I I I suck, and I apologize. It here we go. Yes. That's right. I'll, I'll you know. So you got to own the problems that you do, especially yes. being an entrepreneur. So I found for me, like one of the things with being an entrepreneur everything rests on your shoulders when you really come mm-hmm. down to it. Like it's, yeah. it's, you don't have a boss that you look to and say, well, boss, I just move on or a yeah. big company or whatever it might be, but everything rests on your shoulders. So that can be weighing sometime, but that's what I love about, well, definitely having a podcast, meeting great people like you, Ray, and other great people. But if you have a network of other people to like mitigate this kind of like weight on your shoulders and started getting down and down and down, being around other people that can build you back up and help you out. It's yes. so so helpful. I love going to conferences like my conference, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. I love yes. being around like-minded people that they're going through the same things and maybe they've passed that. Just like we talked about at a little bit at the beginning of the show, if you're one step ahead, you can help that person behind you move yes. forward because you're one step ahead. You've experienced that. How much better it is if then you then reach back to somebody else and bring people up. And so if you get around people of like mind that are also genuine helpers and givers, yes. then your life gets better. Now, right, what else could we have missed? Like, what questions should I have asked? Or like, maybe there's a lesson learned in all of your business building and entrepreneurship. Wow, a lesson learned in all the business building. Really, it comes down to the customer. It really comes down to, are you keeping the customer happy? And are you doing it in such a way that you as the business owner still make a profit? You know, there's that there's that golden mean where they're getting something out of it. You're getting something out of it. Everybody wins. And you know that you're doing it well if both of you want to do it again. So it comes to, yeah, so if, if you're working with a customer that you don't want to work with again, that wasn't a good relationship. Or if you're working with them and they don't want to do business with you again, that wasn't a good relationship. But if you want to do it again, repeatedly and over and over again, I would argue that's a good relationship. So I would say that it really comes down to figuring out how to satisfy your customer, your client, your investor, whomever it is you're providing the service for, and doing it in such a way that all parties want to do it again. I love that. Now, Ray, this is great. Now, you have a fantastic podcast as well. You you also, you're on online and everything. How can people find you? How can they reach out to you? I don't know. I think there's a URL. Oh, wait, right here. <laughs> right in the background. Yeah, if you're uh, watching this on YouTube, you can see the, the URL in the background easily. 
Yeah. Uh, if you go to rayhightower.com, that's my personal blog where I blog about technology and business and some personal stuff and a whole bunch of stuff across the board. So, And then rayhightower.com links people to everything else. The podcast is the ROI Clear Podcast. ROI because return on investment is a critical metric for every entrepreneur and clear because as business leaders, we must also always express ourselves clearly to the people we lead and our clients and our customers and our vendors. So that's the ROI Clear podcast. And Bridgetown Partners is the entity through which we do our real estate investments. That's why we've uh, we've acquired over 570 units so far in the state of Arizona, um, LP and GP, um, all multifamily units and uh, some assisted living here in Arizona. So that's Love us. It. Thanks for You're asking. Are you going to be at VSVCon? I will be at VSVCon. I'm looking forward to that. I just spoke with a few people at VSV this morning on, on one of our asset management calls. Like I said, we're partnered on a couple of deals. So absolutely. I love VSVCon. And yeah, I suppose you're going to include a link to VSVCon in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there too. I, I'm going to have a booth. Uh, Jenny and I, we become friends because we have both have conferences and yes. it's a small world of people that have like literally small, not, not like, like, oh, it's kind of random, but like, there's very few people that run conferences and it's a lot of work. And so yes. Jen and I, we hit it off really well because we can re- uh, relate to each other's pain of putting together conferences. Yes. I thought, Hey, so I said to my wife, Hey honey, could, could I just go back to investing in real estate? It's so much easier than putting on conferences. And so anyways, so Jenny, I've been helping each other out with our conferences, each other, and she's going to be at RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, yes, having a yes. booth, you know, showing off VSVCon and, and Broker Street Ventures. And I'm going to be there at VSVCon. She's just a genuine person. So but yes. yeah, no, it's going to be great to hang out with you there too, Ray. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see you there. And yeah, it's uh, what a wonderful state we live in and what a wonderful industry we're in. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, it's great to have you on the show, Ray. Thank you so much, Destin. Thank you for having me. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C, and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon Pass.